2: Hello and welcome. It's our number three, hour, number three of our radio program in the New York Metropolitans. Baseball's GM meeting's going on. The Mets don't have a GM. They don't have a manager either. And what's going on with that? Well, Sandy Alderson claimed it's all because of the big city. Are you buying what Sandy Alderson, the president of the Mets, is selling that New York, New York is to blame for the sputtering Mets general manager search. We get into that right now in hour number three. It is the job that nobody wants, it would appear. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. Here we are together again. In the air everywhere as we enjoy some crunchy granola coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and ever-growing, powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from deep in the cave, the bat cave. Same bat time, same bat station, right here, the Fox Sports Radio Studios at a secret Location in the North Woods. So the lead this hour comes from baseball. Is it a nice juicy rumor about a free agent? No, no, it's not that it does come out of the general manager meetings that are taking place in the San Diego area, a swanky resort in Carlsbad. The general manager's, in baseball, they get together. They do not meet at an, a local airport Motel 6. They're not doing that. No, 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 no. They're going resort. It is a working vacation. So the big headline to come out of the GM meetings in Carlsbad, San Diego way, comes from the New York Metropolitans. They are the team that does not have a general manager. They don't have a manager either. They got nothing. They got bupkis. Now, comments made by New York Mets president Sandy Alderson. Sandy's still hanging out there, and he's representing the franchise at the event, the general manager meeting. So there's a lot of scribes, a lot of media from New York that are trying to figure out what's going on, what gives. What are you doing? You're embarrassing yourself. If you've been following this story at all, then you know that the Mets have been rejected by multiple Big name, mid-level name, and no-name GM candidates. So if you didn't hear what Sandy Alderson said, just just imagine I'm, I'm Sandy Alderson. Maybe you missed it. So he said the issue is not with ownership. It's not a Steve Cohen hedge fund problem, but instead it's because of the spotlight from New York, New York. Quote, This is from Sandy Alderson. Quote, I think it's mostly about New York and not about, you know, Steve, meaning Cohen, the owner, or the organization, or what have you. The president of the Mets blustered, it's a big stage, and some people would just prefer to be elsewhere. Quote continues. Alderson said, there are a lot of factors that come into play, but I would say it's, you know, it's not Unforgiving, but it's a demanding place, he said. Then he said, well, I enjoy it, by the way. Okay, I'm sure you enjoy it. All right, so let us discuss the question, are you buying what Sandy Alderson is selling that the New York market is to blame for the sputtering Mets front office and the sputtering Mets managerial position? So... I am, am I buying it? Eh, I'm selling. I'm selling. So I've got Mark Twain, 18 Wheeler, and Butter. And we'll connect all of this together. Now, first of all, uh, Sandy Alderson, reading these quotes here, he has a swollen head on this one, right? I mean, you get a grip. He's essentially saying that every blue chip candidate that the Mets have tried to talk to is a cowardly lion. I find that impossible to be the case, right? By definition, a blue-chip candidate would want the Mets job. Why would you not? Right? These people are highly skilled. They're, they're lifetime baseball people. Uh, they're, they're known for not needing supervision, being supervisors, right? Good leaders, hard workers, efficient, all of those big buzz buzzwords that people talk about. And we're supposed to believe that, that the, the exact type of people who I just named there, a hard worker, leaders, you know, self-motivators, don't need someone to, to look over their shoulder all the time, that these people will be running out of the Mets' offices like the building's on fire. It, it, I don't buy it. it. It's not a good job. And, and Sandy Alderson I understand why he did this, because you don't want to come out and say, by the way, the owner's a a big boob, and uh, the the team's just uh, terrible. It's poorly run. Nobody wants to be. So he moved the goalpost a little bit on this. But to quote Mark Twain, denial ain't just a river in Egypt. And the Mets, Sandy Alderson's like floating on this inner tube on the lazy river of denial. Now, secondly, so Alderson, he took a shot at not – just the you know the, the, the executives right it was saying that essentially he implied they're cowards the people that didn't want the mesh job uh, the people who sent rejection letters but he also violated the golden rule blaming thy customer for your incompetence so much for the customer always being right now listen, what what makes a city a city right? that would be the Homo sapiens who inhabit the city. Otherwise, it's not a city if there's not a lot of people living there. Uh, The way I understand it, Sandy Alderson believes that the Mets' job is unattractive because of the city, which means the men, women, and children who inhabit the area that claim to like the Mets. Essentially a mix of Neanderthals, unrefined savages raised by wolves. These are the Mets fans. And it's your fault, Mets fans. These executives don't want to work for the Mets because you're a bunch of roughnecks and you're to blame. That's the driving force. This is what he is selling at the GM meetings San Diego way. An 18-wheeler, a big rig filled with horse fertilizer. I can't say the other word. I right? can't say the other word. But, but listen, the, the Mets fan is a unique uh, breed of fan. But they're not alone, right? There, are, are they're not much different than the other hardcore fan bases that are around baseball. And I don't care whether you're in New York, Boston, Philly, uh, hell, Los Angeles these days. You can go down the list. If if you have a team that has expectations, then you're going to get that 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 pressure. And I say it's, it's cranked up a little more in a place like New York with the Mets. But the other counter argument would be. The Mets are the second team in New York that the Yankees are the the number one team. So what gives? And by the way, Sandy Alderson, let me point out that one of the executives that said thumbs down to the Mets job is a Yankee executive. So how could New York be to blame when someone that worked for the Yankees said they don't want to work for the Mets? It makes no sense. Now I will tell you that the New York Mets fan—I got relatives that are big Mets fans. They—they uh, uh, they not only have high expectations, but then they have the cynical fandom, right? The the Mets fan has the reputation of even when things are going well, you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop, which is a good attitude because you're never wrong. Like the Mets, at one point, the Mets were at the top of the National League East this past baseball season. And some of my relatives who are Mets fans—they're trying to talk trash—but they knew deep down that at some point something would happen. And sure enough, Jacob deGrom, his body gave out; he could not handle the baseball season, and snap, crackle, pop, and uh, see you later, goodbye, good afternoon, good evening, and good night to the New York Mets. But it's—it's not because of the city; it's not—it's stop. That—that's why the Mets can't hire a GM. All right, final thought. So Sandy Alderson. What he needs to work on is what we call spinning into butter. Look within. Do a little soul-searching. Now, Sandy's been around baseball a long time. He, he knows how to dish out eyewash with the best of them. But this is not that complicated. The way I look at the Mets from afar, it is a very straightforward situation. The reason the Metropolitans are still looking for a GM, and mind you, they're, they're looking through the refrigerator right now at leftovers. Can I get some leftover meatloaf? Is that in the back of the fridge? For the general manager job, is not because of Gotham again. The top minds in baseball and even the second and third level candidates have universally agreed, your job is rotten. The Met job is rotten. So there's two options. A, Sandy Alderson is a meddling executive, and these prospective GMs will not have – autonomy to make the moves they want to make. And they don't want to deal with it. They don't trust Steve Cohen that he could also step in here. He's a a Mets fan that bought the team, and they don't trust him. He's a Wall Street phony. By definition, you're a phony when you work on Wall Street. That's how you make all your money. So I'm, I'm giving a heavy lean to A with a wink to B. But most sports executives would work for Satan if the check was big enough, if there were enough decimal points there and the direct deposit slip, they'd be okay. Now, I will tell you, we have an update. A front runner has allegedly emerged for the Mets job. Give it up now for someone named Adam Cromie. Who? I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. This guy, what is his baseball experience the last five years? He has worked. Never heard as, of him. He's worked as a lawyer. Has he worked for Major League Baseball? No. Has he worked for a team in Major League Baseball? No. Uh, Adam Cromie, my homie, has been employed by the law firm Jones Day in Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, so he's been working in Pittsburgh, and he is like a high-end, mergers, corporate-type lawyer. He's, he works corporate matters at that law firm. He used to work in baseball. This guy quit baseball. He worked for the Washington Nationals. He's been out of baseball since 2017. The Mets are now, we're now at the part of the story where it's like a Hollywood movie. It's a remake of the iconic Major League. Sandy Alderson, at this point in the story, is playing the role of Charlie Donovan. He calls up Adam Cromie playing Lou Brown. Hey, how would you like to be the GM of the Mets this year? And then uh, Cromie says, well, gee, I don't know. And then Alderson comes back. What do you mean you don't know? This is your chance to be a general manager in the big leagues. Uh, Let me get back to you there, Sandy. Uh, I got a guy on the other line asking about uh, some corporate merger. That or Whitewall.
4: Yeah, anyway.
2: All right, uh, Ben Maller Show. I think I remembered that pretty well. All right, Ben Maller's show on Fox. If you would like to be part, you can join us here at 877-99 on Fox, 877-9966369. And there are a whole bunch of nuggets, some of them bigger nuggets than others, coming out of the baseball world and keep in mind that there's going to be a work stoppage it's a fait accompli here in a few weeks the 1st of December early December there will be no transactions the music will stop on the game of musical chairs uh, but there's all kinds of different nuggets popping up from baseball and including a ooh, this is good a surprise team Surprise team that's going to be spending money in free agency. Ooh, what could that be? Uh, we'll get to that. We'll take your calls also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. We'll get to it all, and we will do it next. Blair. Poopy
5: pie, you want a poopy pie? <laughs> all right,
2: all right. What
5: did you say over there? Yeah, River fan? You want a poopy pie?
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: Listen up, Malheur Militia. The Ben Maller Show is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Join the movement and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores and you can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Been spending most their lives living in the gangster paradise. He likes to sing and he likes to cook. And we might find out more about that in just a little bit. i now live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's Ben Maller. The return.
2: Or will it be the return of cooking with Roberto? Could we get weather with Roberto? Who knows? We haven't had that in a while. Uh, Roberto will decide. No Tenderoni tips, though. That was last week, the return of Tenderoni tips. So we look forward to it. began the hour ranting and raving about the New York Metropolitans. The late-night drug tester says, the reason the Mets job is undesirable is 95% of the media cheers for that crap team. That is if you graduated from Syracuse. Yes. Yes. Uh, If you look at the overall sports media, percentage of Mets fans, Knicks fans, and Jets fans. There's a much higher percentage in sports talk radio than should exist, but they're there. Uh, Chris in Houston says, A-plus on the Mallow monologue. The Mets are so badly run that another organization can go through one of the biggest cheating scandals, fire their GM and manager, and still were able to hire both only to not miss a beat, bang bang. Well, that's true. They Astros have never won a World Series, and they haven't won a World Series with Dusty Baker and whoever the GM there is, as well. So, uh, who else? Do we have Alf the Alien O'Piner from Springfield, Mass, home of the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame, where you can see Scottie Pippen and Muffet McGraw side by side. Uh, Alf says, "I don't need DNA uh, DNA test to figure out that Sandy Alderson and a certain." Podcast sidekick, share a bloodline, always pointing the finger at others, uh, he says here, and uh, pooping on the customer. The Mets' job is a dud. No one wants to play second fiddle to the Mets. It's a no win situation. All right. The uh, New York Recon 1 says, Ben, 10 out of 10 for the monologue. Uh, good job by you. I am picturing people in New York listening to. To you right now saying, forget about it. Forget about it. There you go. All right, now let's take some calls. It is a call-in radio show. And who is up next in the on-deck circle warming up right now? Let's uh, say hello to uh, Beer Drinking Brian, who's next. Hello, Beer Drinking Brian, which means he's alive.
7: Hello, Beer Drinking Brian. What's up, Ben? Hey, first of all, I got to thank the militia last night for uh, that whore than now Kevin called. And some of them backing me up, preferably Tammy in Montana. She's such a rock star at heart. She's helped me and helped mine out so much. And then with uh, Sean, the Hood Guy, offering them cards. Like I said, I just recently got off Medicaid, so I don't need it, but I really do appreciate the offer. And yeah, no blood today, man. All right, we're blood free. How about that, man? There you
2: go. All right, that's baby steps. Now, can you st- can you stand up for more than four minutes?
7: Well, no, I, I I walked down to the store to get a twelve pack, and like I said, it's only like a block what? away, and oh. they about killed me. Oh. well, you are you are that. I mean, you're
2: fully. I mean, uh, you're fully invested in this, and uh, you do admit you have a problem beer drinking, Brian. Right? You admit that that you are addicted to alcohol. You you've openly well, admitted that,
7: right? Well, I, well, hey, but see. People got to understand. I am. I enrolled myself into an outpatient treatment plan on my own. It wasn't through court or cops or anything.
4: Yeah. And
7: it's all just starting right now. And that's where the whiskey kind of ended. And but yeah. the, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, my doctor and my caseworker and everybody says you cannot completely stop drinking right now. Yeah, I have actually heard that. some, to-
2: some yeah, 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 you are so addicted to alcohol that your body would have all kind you'd have all kinds of other problems if you stopped completely. Why are you dead? going
7: to shock or stroke or, you know, yeah. 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 How many years so, have you been, I mean, How
2: many how many years you've been hardcore beer drinking, Brian? How many years have you been deep uh, into this?
7: Hardcore is a bit, cuz see I, I left the airline in 2016 and that's when I really went stupid. Yeah. I got injured at the airline, and and yeah. then I lost my job, and I just kind of went stupid, and so half you had a,
2: a spiral. You went through a spiral. You lost your job. You got depressed. Started drinking more, and now here we are. That was in 2016. So you go through 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, including a pandemic. Now 2021, and uh, here we are. The uh, a fork in the road.
7: Yeah, I mean, I was working. Up until the pandemic, and then um, they shut down the company I was working with, and never. It was just a small little company, you know. And they unfortunately never recovered, you know. So it's not like I don't want to work. I do want to work. I just, yeah. you know, because some well, of the callers you, are saying that. Well, just, you would I you would mean, admit that you're
2: in no shape to work right now. You're not. You got to get no, your, yourself no. back. You can't really work in your condition right now. No one would hire you.
7: No, I mean, I worked for the airlines for 15 years up until 2016. I mean, I was a supervisor and everything. I mean, it it, it was a good life, flying all over first class and all that, you know, and doing whatever. Yeah,
2: you sound pretty good tonight. You sound pretty good right now. So
7: I'm trying to to slow down. You know, I'm I'm keeping these beers. Yeah, I said I went and got a 12-pack, but that's just for, you know, to have a couple to keep in my system until they get this medicine worked out, you know? Oh, all right. All right. Well, listen. You know, so I'm trying, us. man. All I'm, right, out, I'm not up. trying to die on the Malibu militia or you or anybody. Else, you all know, right. Know, well, listen. We want, I'm still going like, to be beer drinking Brian. I mean, there's going to be nights. Nice, I know,
2: hear but, you. I hear you. We got to get you to, you, know. you, you got to like kind of wind down a little bit. We got to keep you healthy, get you healthy when Half pint gets out of the, the he's, big He's house. got a point, though. SLD it's dangerous Kevin, to quit cold man, turkey. He had me
7: going crazy today. Yeah. Yeah, night. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No, I have heard that you can't because you're such an alcoholic, you can't stop because. Right, my my no. high school
5: principal died uh, that way.
7: Oh, yeah. because he he stopped without yeah yeah, 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 yeah just, no, just no stop joke. drinking
5: cold turkey. Yeah,
7: yeah David no, David can't.
2: in uh, David in Pennsylvania listens to it every night. He sent me an email the other day uh, about how hard it is, and he was an alcoholic, and your body can shut down and all that. And he says you need to rehab or a hospital to be detoxed he said and he's been yeah. sober david's been sober for 20 years so. so there is a path here beer drinking brian we could talk to you when you're like in your late 60s and you can say i made it 20 years without the alcohol
7: well now that i got medicaid i can probably do that kind of detox thing a lot better you know because yeah, yeah. hell my medicine went from 60 dollars or 20 dollars or something today to zero once I put my Medicaid in. so well,
2: that's more affordable. Zero is very affordable. Yeah. I, I could afford zero as well. So. All right, listen, uh, hang in there, Beer Drinking Brian. Keep us updated. First Don't 80, be a stranger. Guys. All right, there he goes, the great Beer Drinking Brian. Sounds much better today than he did yesterday. Still not doing that well health-wise, but he's not urinating blood. So. Your daily update on our friend Beer Drinking Brian in Missouri. Let's go to Steve, who's in Minnesota. That's Beer Drinking Brian's old stopping grounds. Hello, Steve. Hey, how you doing? If I was any better, I'd be a Viking, but not a Minnesota Viking. Because they have a losing record and now they
7: have
2: controversy. They have a drama or rama. They do. Yeah. All right, what's on your mind? All right. Thank you for the call, Steve. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Wow. He
5: threw him off guard. Maybe he didn't know about the Dobbin Cook that situation a hard, there. Was that a hard question? I, I said, maybe, what's on your mind? He, maybe he wasn't in tune with what happened with Dalvin Cook there.
2: Well, that, you just acknowledge it. You move on. I said, what's on your mind? That that is, I, I'm saying, here, here <laughs> we go. Here's your opportunity to dazzle me with amazing factoids. And uh, no. But oh, I do have no! some amazing nuggets. I love nuggets. These are not chicken nuggets. These are baseball nuggets. Ooh, chicken and, nuggets. Yeah, I used to work for Lee Hacksaw Hamilton in San Diego. He had Hacksaw's headlines. He'd do all the big stories. So, uh, I want to talk sports yeah. with you. From Baja to the Canadian Rockies and uh, everyone in between. So mystery, not a mystery team, surprise team. Surprise team supposed to spend money. The Chris Bryant, former MVP Chris Bryant, he played for the Giants at the end of last year. And the team that is lurking around for Chris Bryant, according to the gossip mill, we are hearing the Seattle Mariners. The Seattle Mariners for Chris Bryant, former MVP. I've never been a big Chris Bryant guy. He's okay. I think that MVP season was a bit of a bit of a fluke. But hey, uh, to each their own. Uh, also, do you see Andrew Friedman? The czar of baseball ops for the Dodgers claims that the Dodgers, even though they did not offer Clayton Kershaw a contract, he said he really wants to work things out with Kershaw. What does that mean? Work things out, make sure he signs with the Rangers or the or some other team back east of the Yankees.
5: But he's he, eight million, take it or not or not.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would not go crazy. Kershaw, you can't depend on Kershaw. Is that a is that a mean thing to say or is that an accurate statement, Roberto? You can't depend on this guy. You can't count on him. He's going to make it through the season. All right. Uh, Yeah. Uh, What else do we have? Uh, How about the, the Yankees talking to the agents for both Corey Seager of the Dodgers, the free agent, and the most amazing name, Carlos Correa of the cheating Astros. How would they sell that one? How would the Yankees sell that to their fan base, Carlos Correa? I'd like to see that high wire walk without a net. After all the uh, the the Yankees, like everyone else, have been like, "This is terrible the uh, the cheating Astros." Then you're going to sign one of these guys? I don't buy it.
5: Oh, they don't they don't care the Yankees fans. Uh, the, the, they, they
2: talk uh, about
5: how, you know, the cheating Astros. And then as soon as he puts on the pinstripes, they're like, oh, Correa, uh, uh,
2: yeah. Uh, uh, he's wearing the right laundry. Uh, but I want, I never want a 2017 cheating Astro on my Dodgers. Never want that. Never want that. But uh, that's, those are some of the rumors going around. I also saw your, your Angels coup. Oh, I didn't, Angels I didn't hear anything about right. that. What's going on here? Uh, uh, Robbie Ray. Yes, I let's go. I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are you, Roger Lodge over there? Calm down, my guy. All right. Hey, <laughs> hey, anyway. hey did you hear about
0: my pirates? Yeah, oh, uh, oh, wait. No, you didn't because they yeah. don't do – I almost said a naughty word right there. I almost said a naughty word that starts with S because they don't yeah, do S. Yeah, well,
2: There's actually more news on actual pirates making money.
0: (laughs) It's true, you bastard.
2: It's true. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show that ends the juicy nuggets from the GM meetings in Carlsbad, San Diego. Way, I'll keep you abreast of
1: the situation. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports,
7: business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings
2: at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This
1: is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Reister or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love.
6: Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.
0: Let's play the COVID game. What is the latest COVID news in the world of sports? Uh, Browns running back Nick Chubb, a uh, pretty yeah. important player for them. He is tested positive for COVID. He's going to need two negative tests in 24 hours to be able to play Sunday against New England, so we'll stay tuned to that. And a game l- has been... L- l- l-
2: let me let me guess. Yes. There, there, somebody's writing the column right now. Uh, the Patriots somehow gave him the COVID, so he'll miss the game to give them an advantage
0: oh what's that sounds like that guy in maine might, might be writing that comment. Yeah, yeah yeah the guy hates yeah, robert craft yeah, 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 yeah. and all that yeah, he's writing it's a blog yeah. and we have a we have a game that has been uh been postponed because of covid uh usc cal scheduled for this saturday uh, has been moved to december 4th because the cal program has been ravaged by uh by covid i love that the word ravaged but, uh, it's a good not. word, ravage. Yeah. It's a solid
2: word. Yeah. Yeah. Very descriptive. So There you go. I know you were looking forward to going to see Cal and SC because when they get together, Eddie, you throw out the records. Mm, I don't think the I've the been records, interested
0: in a Cal-USC game since uh, it was like uh, Aaron Rodgers versus Carson Palmer or something like that. Yeah. Well, I have been to many Cal-SC games over the years, but not not in a number
2: of years. Not in a number of years. The Cal Bears, COVID laying waste to the Cal Bears. Right? Ravaged. Devastated? No, left in ruins. Would that work as well? That's good. Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, what's another good adjective? Battle scarred. That's a solid one, right? Battle scarred.
0: No. Ransacked. Not bad. Ransacked. How about ransacked? Ransacked's not bad. All right. Run rough He's, shot over. Oh, here's
2: one you mentioned. Pirates. Early. Plundered, right? Pirates plundered. plundered. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's end this right now. Good idea. Thank you. a matter of words, I think. All right. It is the Ben Maller show. That would be the show that you are listening to right now a eh? Mere radio program, just uh, chopping down the overnight hours, and we have—do uh, we have our contestant? I think we have our contestant. Yeah. It's oh, another
4: Ben
0: Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is days. it too much or not enough?
2: Enough already. Well, let's do it right now. Too much or not enough? We welcome in our contestant. We have a blind Scott in Boston who's going to play to try to win a golden ticket. Hello, Blind Scott.
4: Oh my God! I can't believe you picked me to play. This is a dream come true. Um, I'd like to dedicate this game to Eddie Garcia and the Los Angeles Kings, who won five games in a row in Cooking with Roberto. I'm excited.
2: Okay, I'll try to calm down. There, I know it's very emotional. Blind Scott, yeah, you were not. Y- it. Blind Scott, what? you were not. You were not in Cleveland uh, hanging out with Nick Chubb. Where were you trying to? Sure no, I've been, trying to get
4: a, I've been trying to get a mortgage, and they won't give me a mortgage. I'm trying to buy the Blind Scott Mansion up in Worcester, and they won't approve me for a mortgage. I've been getting angry about that. So now I'm back with the show again.
2: Oh, uh, I wondered what happened to you. but uh, Shocking they would not give you a mortgage with your your background. Yeah, they, can't, there. I can't,
4: yeah no. they don't like my federal crime record, they said.
2: Hard to believe that a bank would have a problem with that. I thought they'd just give out money. Anyway, let's play the game. We've got to go quick here. Blind Scott is our contestant. So you got to get three right to win the game, too much or not enough. You listening can play along while you're driving, while you're at work, or laying in bed, whatever you're doing. On Monday, Ben Roethlisberger became the sixth quarterback since 1970 with 50 career game-winning drives. Is that too much or not enough?
4: Um, That's too much. That guy stinks. He's fat and he's old and he's on Eddie Steelers. I hate that guy.
2: All right, too much. That is correct. He is only the fourth quarterback. (laughs) He he misunderstood the question and he got it right. I know he got exactly. He screwed up and got it right. That's how easy this game is.
4: All right,
2: it's Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and Ben Roethlisberger. Question number two: Steph Curry had fifty points and ten assists back on Monday. There are only two players in NBA history to accomplish that and an older age than Steph Curry. Is that too much or not enough?
4: That's um, uh, not enough. I'm guessing. You know, I, I think I got this one. Not enough. Give me some of that Malice Mountain of money. Let's go.
2: No, I get that wrong. It's too oh, much. Uh, Steph Curry. did
4: I want to guess? Too much. Damn.
2: Yeah, Steph Curry both. is is the oldest player to have 50 points, 10 assists in a game. Passing Wilt Chamberlain. Question number three, you're one and one. The St. Louis Cardinals had five gold glove winners this season. They now have 83 gold gloves all time as a franchise. Is that too much or not enough? Um, that's not enough.
4: Uh, not enough.
2: Okay, let's find out, Blind Scott.
4: Let's try it again. <laughs> try <to get>! again. <laughs> I went with the odds. Statistic always helps me when this game, the statistic, man. I, I got a B plus in my stats class at college. All
2: right. Ninety-five gold gloves for the Redbirds all time. That's twenty-four more than any other team, which would be the Baltimore Orioles, but they stopped picking up gold gloves a while ago. All right, here we go. Question number four. The Tennessee Titans sacked Matthew Stafford five times on Sunday. Before the game, they had been sacked 10 times the entire year. All right. Is that too much or not enough?
4: Well, I sack Seabass in that verbal octagon because he sucks at verbal octagon, so I'll go with the answer that that's uh, too much.
2: He's going too much blind, Scott. This is to win a golden ticket on too much or not enough. Is that your final answer? Uh, yes. Okay. He says
4: too much. That's a win! Yeah, we won, we won! are we celebration. We have a victory. A yeah.
2: a Acting like you've been there before, Blind Scott. Yeah, go you go get a Sox, go
4: Patriots. Yeah, Hey yeah. yeah. Dad, All right, all right, burn.
2: hang up on him. All right, thank you, uh, Blind Scott. Another happy winner. So exciting! How does he do it? So we've had a guy with sleep apnea hollering, James Win. <laughs> Now we've had a blind guy win. This too much or not enough is so easy. And yet we've had people that have all their their faculties not get a single question right. It's amazing. It's the most puzzling game out there. All right, straight ahead. Cooking with Roberto. What are we making this week, Roberto? Breakfast burrito, baby. A little breakfast burrito. To get yeah. your day started the right way. And you, you can eat that at lunch or dinner if you oh, want. Yeah, I, I, I usually to- eat these at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, All right. That's a solid meal. We will have healthy, too. All right. Cooking with Roberto, the breakfast burrito edition. We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Most are unable to lend an ear to the Ben Maller Show all night long, but with podcasting, you can get caught up on unique show moments that you might have missed. The Ben Maller Show podcast is available on iHeart, and wherever you get your podcasts, it's a piece of cake and upsets the corporate guys. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And now, without further ado,
4: yeah. we go
2: into the kitchen for a spicy hot edition of Cooking with Robert. Dog! a self-made man, a connoisseur of the kitchen. He didn't go to some culinary art Hell school. Hell nah. Just rolled up his sleeves. He learned That's right. from his mamu. Old family recipes That's go right. back hundreds of years. That's right. Cooking with Roberto. Very and, excited.
5: And also sponsored by the lovely ladies in Adelita's Bar in Tijuana, Baja California, Mexico.
2: How could I forget ah, that? I did yeah. not see that in the copy. How Today, did that happen?
5: Mexican-style scrambled eggs. Oh, breakfast. But we're going to make this in a we're going to put this in a burrito, all right? Yeah. Now this is a big Southern California thing. In in Mexico do they actually eat these? Or is this more of a Southern California Well, in the, I'm making this as a burrito, uh but yeah, in Mexico they do eat, eat this as a, just, as a dish, not 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 uh not a not a burrito style. Not a burrito. All yeah, right. Well, let's get into it right burrito. now. Here, yeah. we, here we go. All right, yeah. so we get two large eggs, all right? Two large right. Egg, large eggs, two tables, uh two tables. no. Sorry here. Uh half a half of a white onion, chopped. All right. Half a Serrano, chop chop. Half chop. a Serrano or jalapeno pepper. I use the whole thing because you know my ass doesn't burn that easily like some of these other people out here. All right. Yeah. Uh, one Roma tomato, uh, vegetable oil, sharp cheddar, Kessel Fresco, flour tortilla, and I like using I like using maple sausage. I love the maple sausage. All right, it's optional. Refried beans, ch- Cholula hot sauce, salt and pepper, and some salt to taste. Okay. All right, I got yeah. all that. You got it. Very really easy. Yeah, it's in my shopping cart. The refried right beans are very easy to make, but if you if you don't want to make them at home, just you get them at the store. Pretty easy, but that's a cheap way of make, doing it. But you can do it yourself. It's very easy.
2: Okay. All right. All right. I got you. So we're gonna all heat right.
5: a half a tablespoon of oil in medium sized frying pan over medium high heat. Preferably use a non stick frying pan. I prefer cast iron or stainless steel. That's what I use all the time to cook in well, my house. You're, you're bougie though. Yeah, I'm not bougie. bougie.
2: No, you're not. Bougie. No, 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 no. You're a man of the people. Yeah, it's
5: man of the people always. Right. Those are, that's right. that's what the. Per- Prefer stuff that I like to to cook with. All right, all right. We're gonna right. add a chopped onion and cook for about a minute, and then add the serrano jalapeno pepper and stir. Cook for two minutes, and then add the tomatoes, stir, and cook for another two minutes. Don't overcook the vegetables. Okay, so no, we're like we're that. stir frying this. Really nice, all right. Vegetables. I never,
2: I never have that problem, Roberto. Overcooking the no. vegetables because I never cook the vegetables. Ah. Other than like garlic or onions, I, that's
5: about oh, I it. love. Yeah. I love nothing like nothing like stir frying some vegetables. That, that's the smell just of
2: that garlic and onion. I, I, uh, I do like garlic and onion. I guess I do eat vegetables. Yeah, stir fry. Stir fry
5: the yeah. garlic. Oh, stir fry garlic onion. It's delicious. All right. All right. Well, the vegetables are cooking lightly. Beat the eggs. All right. Lightly, don't beat the crap out yeah, of the eggs. Yeah, don't, don't, all don't, not right. be like,
2: uh, uh, some, I can't yeah, say, like something. Uh, yeah, like something that's
5: breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pour the eggs over the vegetables, season with salt, and let them cook for about two minutes. And then gently fold the vegetables into the eggs. All right, all right, all right. Gently, yeah, we're gonna add the cheddar cheese and cook for for two more minutes until eggs are set and remove promptly. Remove all promptly. Right. Yeah, don't take, don't waste your time. Quickly, yeah. Quickly. All right. Have a and obviously, while the eggs are cooking, you're, you're cooking that sausage, all right? When sausage right. gets gray, it's ready to rock and roll, right? A little light brown, it's ready to rock and roll. Heat one tablespoon of oil in a cast iron tortilla griddle on high heat and heat the tortilla on both sides. You got to heat the tortilla with oil, all right? That's that's the, that's the key right there. You got to do it, man. You got to do gotta it, happen. man. It's got to
2: happen. Got to happen.
5: That's how yeah. you get, when you get the tacos on the street, that's how they do it. They, they dip yeah. the tortillas in oil, and that's how they cook those tortillas. Mm, smell. Nothing like it, mm. yeah. Delicious. All right? Add the eggs, refried beans. Sausage and chlula hot sauce. Sprinkle with some black pepper. Roll yeah. up this tortilla and enjoy, baby. All right? Do not, do not cook the eggs or mix them too much. That is the beauty of this dish. The eggs have to have like a, a curdle-like uh, curdle like uh, look on them, okay? And yeah. that's it, it, baby.
2: There you go. And then you have a delicious breakfast burrito, yeah, which you as a lunch burrito boom. or dinner burrito. Cooking with Roberto! Boom, baby!
0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.
2: Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country,
1: huh? A Redwood Forest would be cool. Ski slopes!
6: Wait! Wait!
3: Flash compatibility.